Hi, and welcome to episode 59 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky, and I'll be your host. Segments this time will include actually finished, actually working, actually stashed, and actually attending. So let's jump right in, you guys. Um, first, I hope that everybody enjoyed the episode with my friend Jen. I always think it's fun to have a guest on the podcast and to give you guys some, um, you know, fun, different content. So I had a lot of fun in recording that one. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And I wanted to just give a shout out and say thank you again to my friend Jen for joining me last time. And I really only have one finished thing this time, guys, and it's not even all that exciting. Um, but I, um, I was looking for something simple for Worldwide Knit in Public Day. My husband and I were at a, an event. We were away for the weekend um, and we went out to lunch. And so I brought um, the kids OCD2 socks with me to knit at lunch on Worldwide Knit in Public Day. And so those are um, from some mustache yarn that I bought last summer and the OCD too, the reason they call it OCD, right, is that it's, um, they match, so it's two 200 yard skeins, 200-ish yard skeins, um, where the stripes match exactly. So I dyed up some navy blue, um, and it didn't really turn out dark, dark navy, but it's really pretty blue, that I've been using for cuffs and heels and toes, and, uh, that gave me enough yarn to kind of stretch that other to be um, four socks worth instead of two socks worth. So I finished one of the socks. They're all going to need heels. Um, but I finished the knitting on one of the socks all the way down through the toe and cast on another one on Worldwide Knit and Public Day. So that was my one finished thing. So then, um, in terms of things that I'm working on, I've made progress on a lot of things. I've been a little bit um, scattered in terms of what I've been working on, but I did work on those OCD2 socks. And then I put quite a bit of work on uh, Jack's Hufflepuff socks. He really wants them. This is what it is like. This is my little snapshot of what it is like to be the mom of a teenager. So he really wants his Hufflepuff socks. I did work on them quite a bit. I brought them with me. Um, in the car uh, for a couple of different things and so I had started the second one and I made a lot of progress um, on the second sock. So I probably have one and a half socks done. But he told me he knows exactly how long I've been working on them because it's the same length as a Snapchat streak he has with some girl from school. <laughs> so it must be that the first thing he Snapchatted this girl was about his socks and now uh, it's been 54 days, apparently. So that is what it is like to, um, to have a teenager. So those are coming along, and I'm sure I will finish them soon. The other thing that is really, really close to being finished, um, but I keep getting a little distracted from it, is the confetti sweater. So that is a Vera Valimaki pattern that I am knitting in some hedgehog fiber that I bought at Long White Yarn Shop. And so, um, that one is two colors, Oracle and Jelly are the two. So Oracle is a gray with chartreuse and, um, hot pink. And then the Jelly is just that hot pink. And so it's really great. And I have a little bit of a sleeve, a cuff, and then a second sleeve to get done. So I'm hoping to get that finished. You know, I'm a little bit, um... 
not like lazy, but I'm not gonna be able to wear this thing for a while, and so I feel like it doesn't matter if I finish it, um, if I finish it right away. So that one is coming along, and then the other thing uh, that I worked on was my Marled Magic sweater. So this one is fun because um, I went on a yarny adventure with my friend Sarah, who is the knitting type. Sarah and I went to Fancy Tiger uh, the weekend before last, and we took a class with um, Stephen B. And so it was awesome. And it was, um, they, he did three things at Fancy Tiger. He did like a meet and greet, uh, cocktails and shopping on the Friday night. He did the Marl Magic sweater on Saturday, and then he did a brioche class on Sunday. And I really would have liked to have done the brioche class, but just didn't fit into our weekend. And so Sarah and I went down, we did the Marl Magic. And Marl Magic was his latest... Um, mystery knit along, uh, somehow missed my radar that it happened this year, but it's a really cool shawl and it's all about like playing with color and whatever. And so, um, I was playing with pairing up different yarns and what was I going to use. And then, so I was laying out, um, all the different colors I wanted to use for the class and, um, I dyed some things. I think I talked about those last time. And, um, he, Stephen has just released the Marled Magic sweater instead of the shawl. And it's super cute. I mean, I'm not sure I'll wear it, except in my house. But it's super cute. Really oversized. Uses all these funky, you know, textures and combinations of colors. And so I just thought that would be a really fun thing to do if I was going to do it. So I have been working on the sweater. And I have one section completed and a second section almost completed. It's going to take me a long time um, because you hold fingering weight doubled to make these different marled colors. So you might hold a, a blue and a gray or a... He kind of talks about different ways to like marl the color. So the first section I did, I had a beautiful Madeline Tosh um, that I had bought on sale from Craftsy. And I held that one steady, and then I faded in and out different colors along with that one. The second section is like a, so the first section is lace, the second section is seed stitch, and I'm trying to work on fading that a little bit better. So it, the first one, that you can see a couple, like, where there's like a line where I changed color. So when I went from the second set of colors to the third set of colors I tried to do kind of what they do in the find your fade where you um it's kind of like striping but then it doesn't really look striping especially when you're holding it double and it all kind of starts to blend so that there will be a bit of a smoother transition um in my colors which I think will be really nice and so that's been fun really entertaining um and I'm excited about that one as well um and then I kind of went on a binge last night, you guys, and I cast on a bunch of things. So I, um, I had a couple of things that I was really excited about. Oh, the first one um, is a crochet project, you guys. So uh, when I was downtown to see Stephen B., um, my friend Liz, who owns Colorful Eclectic, um, was down there as well, and she was doing um, a little trunk show at Fabric Bliss. 
And Fabric Bliss is a really cute little yarn shop um, down in like the Arts District in um, in downtown Denver on Santa Fe. Um, if you know if you know the area at all. And um, so, anyways, I went in to see Liz. I was really excited. This is her first trunk show. She's got beautiful yarn. Um, that I honestly, I'm not sure I'd ever seen in person, but I've seen it on Instagram quite a lot, and I was really excited to get, just get in there and support her, and so I walked in, she was busy chatting with a couple other people, and right in the very front window was this gorgeous top. So I really am feeling like I wish I had some cute summer tops to wear that were knitted, you know, like something light, something fingering weight, sleeveless or short sleeved, I don't have anything like that. Um, except the one little sweater that I made last year. And so this was an interweave project, and the model in the shop was, was Madeline Tosh. It's called the Blooming Tee, and basically it's a gray t-shirt, mostly done in double crochet, and then it's got a gorgeous red poppy on the front, and it's so cute. So I spent a long time chatting with the girl who owns the store, and then decided that I was brave enough and that I'm going to give it a shot and try to crochet myself this little top in some of Liz's yarn. So I bought two skeins of coal, which is a really beautiful dark charcoal gray, and then one in a pink, um, and I'm going to forget the name of the colorway, but a gorgeous hot pink. So the shop sample was more like light gray with red, and then I'm probably going to dye myself some purple for like the center of the poppy, but it's really going to be cute. So I did um, start this. It calls for a D hook. I went down a couple hook sizes because I don't think my gauge in crochet is very accurate, um, but I measured my gauge last night, and it looks like I need to go up at least one hook size. So bought a couple crochet hooks yesterday at Longmont Yarn Shop just so I can kind of play around with that. So I need to pull back what I swatched and try again, but I think it's going to be fantastic. And the yarn is beautiful and I'm just, I'm super excited about it. So it's kind of fun to have something new to try um, and we'll see how it goes. So I told, I told Liz, either way, it's going to be great podcast material because either it'll go great and I'll be so proud of myself and it'll go wonderfully or it won't and that's okay too. <laughs> I do figure that if it really doesn't seem like it's working out then I could play around with the gauge and I have the chart for the poppy and since it's double crochet I think if I had a small needle size and I kind of worked the charts so it was like two rows for one knit stitch that I could probably knit this t-shirt but I would probably need more yarn. So hopefully the crochet thing will work out, but um, I'm excited about it. I, I was excited to support you know my friend. I always love to work with our local Colorado dyers. There's so many great ones here, and uh, that was really exciting for me. So then the other things that I cast on, um, last night I was, uh, I had some extra time on my own, and um, I had dyed up some of this yarn from Craftsy that I had gotten. I, I want to try to get the rest of it dyed up maybe this weekend or next weekend. But I had been playing with this chunky yarn um, in this gray. And I had been blending silver gray and twilight gray. So the project that I'll be doing with that is a blanket from Mad Color that's called Marley. 
And it's just this gorgeous blanket with a really pretty um, lace effect on the edges. And I ordered enough of the bare yarn to, because it was on a huge sale, to make myself um, really large size of this gorgeous wool blanket. So that's kind of going to be a long-term project for me. Um, but I cast it on so that I could get a sense of like, did I like how the yarn looked and all of that? The answer is yes, I do. I'm really excited about it. Um, so that's going to be a really fun project for me and it'll be fun for me to kind of play with dyeing that much yarn because usually I dye you know like two skeins of yarn and then I'm good to go and that's kind of it for me but this was a this will be a bigger um, bigger project for me I bought a couple of big jugs like gallon jugs so that I could mix dye stock in those so that it, it'll be consistent whatever so more to come on that but that was a really fun one um and then while I'm on the subject, I'll just talk about a little bit more dyeing that I did. Um, so I have, I'm going to have one skein extra of the um, Oracle Hedgehog Fibers. I think I'm going to maybe have an entire skein left. So I was looking for a pattern, again, so I could do kind of like a fingering weight t-shirt or tank top with it. Um, and I found a really cute one. It is labeled that it's from Camp Yarn Over Truck, which I, that wasn't something I was really, like, familiar with, um, but the pattern is really cute. It is called June Lake, and it's just a really simple, like, exactly what I was looking for. It was a little hard to find, um, sleeveless tops in Ravelry that weren't, uh, like, v-necks or low-cut or whatever. This I would call, like, a boat neck tank. Um, really cute. A little bit of texture it looks like on the hem and then just a very simple um, loose fitting straight fitting tank top. Um, and so it's from it's from a publication called Afifa Knits. A-F-I-F-A. -A. Um, and I'm going to sort of subtly stripe right like as if I was using just um, different skeins. I'm just going to kind of try to stripe in maybe even like one round on some gray. I just did some silver gray and I speckled the silver over top of it so it's got more black in some sections. And then that oracle which will have pops of the pink and the chartreuse. And I think it's going to turn out really cute. And that will give me another cute sleeveless top um, that I could wear. And then the last one which I actually made a ton of progress on which I'm very excited about is yesterday um, I cast on a little tank. It's called the Pearl Soho um, Notched Hem Tank. And it's just a very simple um, tank top with uh, basically the hem comes down and then uh, there's a section on the sides where the hem starts later. It's notched. Anyways, super cute. Very simple, exactly what I was looking for. I got some beautiful yarn in the mail this week. So I had joined the Madeline Tosh Yarn Club. Um, I screwed up and I thought I ordered speckles and what I got this month was a solid and the solid is the most beautiful yarn, <laughs> you guys, it's so pretty. So it is a color called Liquid. They um, have you vote for a, um, an inspiration pit photo. I voted on the wrong one because I thought I had ordered speckles and I went back and fixed it so I'll get speckles like the next two times but uh when I got the email and saw that they had picked the inspiration pictures 
this picture for this color liquid was like mind-blowing and it's on the Madeline Tosh website or like they have a Ravelry group for the club if you want to go see the inspiration photo but it's just this beautiful blue and it's got hints of tonals in it but it's mostly a solid I would call it maybe a semi-solid it's gorgeous so I cast on this tank um the base is called Worksock, which I think is only a club base right now I don't think it's a regular base from them um but it's thick it's a heavy figure fingering and it's got the nicest twist to it like this is a workhorse yarn and I love it I think it's gonna wear like iron in terms of like not pilling and like standing up to being worn a lot which I think I'm gonna wear a lot um so I definitely adjusted my gauge because it is a thicker fingering weight yarn and it's probably even like close close to verging on sport um but I'm excited so uh, it's a free pattern on the Pearl Soho website, but basically you cast on and you knit the, the front hem, then you put that aside, you cast on and knit the back hem, then you join them to work in the round and you add stitches on the side, and that's what gives you that like little notch effect. And so I got all of that done. Um, I got the, the hem pieces done last night. Um, I was binge-watching Scandal. I wasn't feeling Scandal when it came back. I was a little too... It was a little too political for me with everything going on in the world I was like this feels a little much but um came out on Netflix yesterday and I was like ah, I'm gonna binge watch it and I binge watched like crazy but anyways um I was like I'm just gonna knit on this as long as I can and then this morning I was by myself and I thought I'm just gonna sit in bed and knit for a while because I never have time to do that and so um I'm about eight inches into it already which is awesome and it's really um it's a really fun easy knit it's really cute. I think it's going to make a really cute top. So that one I'm very excited about. Um, and so although like the confetti thing I think I could finish um, with a little bit of effort, I think I'm going to crank through and try to finish this as quickly as I can because um, I could actually wear it as opposed to confetti, which I won't be able to wear for. We are definitely heading into the heat of the summer. I try to not turn my air conditioning on until 4th of July, and this week it's going to be in the 90s every day. And I'm just going to have to suck it up. So... Anyways, that is what's on my needles. I think that's everything. I did go on a bit of a binge with casting stuff on, but I think I captured everything here. So it's been a fun weekend and a fun couple of weeks of just new projects and stuff. So in terms of my stash, um, I think I've talked about a couple things already. So I bought the beautiful yarn from Colorful Eclectic. I got my Madeline Tosh Club. Um, for the Hedgehog Fibers Club, I did get a shipping notice that that's on the way, so I'm really excited to see that, and uh, it'll be a complete surprise, but it'll be a hedgehog surprise, so that'll be fun. Um, and I think the notice said it hit the U.S. a couple of days ago, so I'm hoping I'll have it this week, and that, that'll be cool. That'll be a fun thing to kind of see. And then we went up to um, Estes Park for the Estes Wool Market. Um, so, you know, that's where my, my parents live. I was able to drop the boys off with um, some family and my nephew, and, and they got to hang out and have some fun. My husband and I went over to the wool market. Um, and so that was a nice day. It was a beautiful day up in Estes. Um, I, you know, I was feeling a little like, gosh, I didn't realize how spoiled I had been because I'd gone to so many great fiber events this year. Um, so compared to Rhinebeck and Stitches and that, you know, it's just a small local fiber festival. But there was some great stuff there. We had a lot of fun. Um, 
I got to see some friends. Longmont Yarn Shop was there. They had a trunk show with two local dyers, Hummingbird Moon and Theodora's Pearls were both there kind of having trunk shows in the Longmont Yarn Shop booth, and that was nice. And it's always nice to see Gail. And then I, I forgot to get, they had this great manifesto that they wrote. They have it on, like, postcards and stuff in the shop, and then they've made bags. And so I need to get one because it's really nice. It's really, this is a nice manifesto about, like, People don't need to feel like they're excluded if they're new or, you know, like building a sense of community and everybody has the right to, to create things and to feel uh, like an artist and things like that. It's really cool. So I wanted to get one of those and I didn't. Um, and then Annie Motes, it was there and she had some beautiful stuff. You know, the Estes wool market is very much a wool market and so it's a lot of stuff for spinners um, and things like that and that's uh, just not my scene <laughs> because I don't have time. Um, but it was cool. I really like to walk around and touch the fleeces and look at the different breeds. Like that's always fun. And it's fun to go through the barns and, um, check out all the animals. There were these really cute goats. And then there was this little tiny little boy, like maybe he was two and he was leading a baby sheep around the, um, barn on a leash <laughs> and, I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And on the one hand, I was like, I should get a picture of that. And then I was like, no, that's creepy. Never take a picture of someone else's child. But it was just the most darling thing, this little boy with this sheep on a leash. So um, so that was fun. And, you know, we got to see the alpacas and the llamas and stuff like that. And so we had a good time wandering around the barns. And then we went back into the market and we saw Jonathan from MJ Yarns. And so he had a beautiful selection of stuff there for... Um, for the show, he had his uh, red label and the black label, so that was always fun. And I had told my husband when we got there that I thought he should pick out the yarn for his Christmas socks for this year. Um, and he picked out the coolest yarn. Um, so, uh, you know, the first pair of socks I probably ever knit him were almost certainly like dark gray or navy blue. He picked a color called, I think it's called Fairy Lake, and it's green with like orange. It's super vibrant, very cool, very that like MJ Yarns aesthetic. Um, and that's what he picked for his socks for this year. So um, I get to cast myself on some MJ Yarn socks here pretty quick. I'm going to have to do it soon because uh, normally what I do is I start, I finish his socks and then I just start next year's socks right away. Um, and it's June and I haven't started yet. So those are going to have to get a little more exclusive attention, I guess, than they usually do. But at least I'll have fun yarn to work with. So so that was it for um, yarn I picked up. I also, when I was at Fancy Tiger, I didn't buy any yarn. I was really good. Um, but I did buy a copy of Stephen West's book, which I think is like, it's like West Knits Best, West Knits Best Knits. And it had a lot of really cool patterns in it that I'd like to try, um, including some of the brioche stuff. And, and so... Um, I definitely want to pick back up my, my Vera Balmaki shawl that I was working on um, with the brioche. But the other thing that he said um, really is helpful when you're learning brioche is to start with something that is brioche in the round. Because then you only have to worry about one side and not doing different things on different sides of the fabric. So um, he's got a cute little brioche hat. It's not in the book that I bought, but I may try that as a first project just to uh, see how it goes. So I guess technically it would be my second project because I am doing okay on that shawl. Um, 
So that's it. The last thing I wanted to catch you guys up on was, you know, events and things I'll be attending. Um, I really enjoyed my last couple weekends of fibery fun and events. Um, but I will be going to the Fancy Tiger Anniversary Sale. That's on July the 8th. It's always just a fun thing. They give out goodie bags and it's kind of cool. So I, um, going to plan to go and get there early and do that. I missed it last year. Um, Stephen West is coming back, and he's going to be at Longmont Yarn Shop, which I was like, dang, I just went all the way to Denver, and now he's going to be in my town. Um, but that's pretty exciting and pretty cool, and um, so I, um, oh, that was the other thing I had cast on. I can't believe I forgot. I did forget something else I cast on. So um, he has a cute tank top. See, I'm all about the tank top thing that's, like, very scrappy and fun, um, and it's called parachute -y. And my friend Shayna has knit it, and she had showed it to me, I think at Yarnfest. We were looking at it in one of the booths, and she was telling me how much she loved it. So it's just a really cute tank top. You could certainly wear it, like, over, like, a dress or over um, a camisole or over a t-shirt. Like, I think it's wearable in a lot of different ways, and I just thought that would be fun. So I cast that on, and then I had these delusions of, like, you know, in two weeks I'm going to get this thing knit and then I'll wear it and I'll show Steven and won't it be exciting? None of that will probably happen. But he will be at the Longmont Yarn Shop. That feels like, like a really big deal. Um, I know Gail and the team at the shop are super excited um, about having Steven there. It's a big deal for them, so I'm really happy for them. Um, so I'll probably swing by and see them and, and do that when he's here. I'm, I missed getting into the brioche class, but that's okay. Um... And then uh, Hot August Knits will be coming up. And so that's the Northern Colorado um, Yarn Crawl, which includes, you know, Longmont and Fort Collins. There's great stores in Fort Collins. The Little Shop in Estes, um, all the way up to, like, Cowgirl Knits in Laramie is as far north as that one goes. And then um, Yarn Along the Rockies is later in August. Um a little more to come there, but I think I'm going to be able to attend more of that than I usually do this year, which is pretty exciting for me. Um, and so uh, that is late August, and I will definitely do that as well. And then um, I've talked to a couple of people who I know are planning to um, be at the Salida Fiber Festival. Um, so I, I went to that two years ago. I didn't go last year, um, but I'm thinking about going this year, mainly because it's a beautiful drive, and I'm trying to think maybe I can grab a couple girlfriends and we can make a day of it, but um, I know that Liz from Colorful Eclectic will be there. That'll be her first ever fiber, fiber festival, and she's really excited about it, so if you're planning to go to Salida, you should definitely stop by and see Liz, and then um, Jonathan from MJ will be there too, so right off the bat, um, there's two good reasons to go up there, and then if you needed more good reasons, there's the beautiful drive to Salida, and the really yummy sandwiches that they have at the little shop downtown. So, um, so anyways, it sounds like a pretty good idea to me. And um, I'll probably go ahead and make the trip. And then I am working on plans for a fall knit nosh. I know it's been a while um, since we did the last one. So I'm just gearing up for planning. But um, mark your calendars probably for early November if you're interested in going. And I'll have more details as that starts to come together. So that's it for this time, you guys. Kind of a quick episode, but I really want to get back in the habit of checking in with you guys, you know, regularly. 
Um, I hope that everybody's summer is going great. I'm not doing any sort of knit-along or anything this summer. I just want to have a chill summer. Um, so I hope that you all are doing that as well. I hope that you're enjoying any knit-alongs or summer knitting or vacation knitting that you're doing. I hope that's all going great for everybody. And um, if you want to get in touch with me, you can always do that by checking the show notes at knitactuallypodcast.com. You can follow me on Instagram or uh, Facebook or Twitter as Knit Actually Podcast. The Twitter is actually just Knit Actually. So if you're interested, you know, join the Ravelry group. I pop in there on occasion and check in with folks and things like that. Um, and until next time, thank you very much for hanging out with me today and happy knitting. Bye, guys. <laughs>